Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Eric Fisher, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Can Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hello, this is Dr. Claw, and you are listening to That Story Show, where we like to scare you and tell fart jokes. I'm gonna get you next time, James Gunnison. Oh no. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Who's watching? Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I threw it in a sleeve. I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories, and yet, surprisingly, inviting you to do the same. This is episode 348, brought to you the week of July 16th, 2020. I am your host, James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John. I just want you to know, I don't really think I like putting keys back on Chromebooks. I think it's a, an absolute waste of not fun. All right, so keys. Keys, Chromebooks. Uh, uh, talking about like keyboard keys? Yeah, yeah, oh, keyboard keys. I didn't know I if you know. meant like password keys or... or no, Chromebooks, nah. Yeah. No, they, I, I've been... So my week has been fixing, you know, getting things ready for the next school year, right? Right. And I've got like all these student Chromebooks and they're like missing random keys. Oh. And so I'm like scavenging parts from other Chromebooks that are no longer working and I'm like, well, I, yeah, I can't replace the whole keyboard because I don't have that. And I'm like putting these keys, I'm popping them off and putting them on. I'm thinking this is ridiculous. <laughs> how, takes, how are they, how are they using Chromebooks that don't have keys on them? Well, you, the little, you know, that little actuator that you actually push down that actually makes the, uh, I guess it's not an actuator. I don't know what it is. The little, little rubber thing. Silicon rubbery thing. Yeah. That's still there. Okay. But the key itself isn't. So you can actually can actually push it down but most of them are like weird random keys like a, a comma or you know the the little power button actually that's not a random key but yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an important key so you're dealing with a lot of this because you uh you work on computers for a school yeah 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 i know i do that well a lot i'm uh i'm i i feel for you i i do um I just wanted to say hi to everyone out there. Thanks for listening 
to our show. It's great that you're here. And we always like to start with an opening story. This one is from Landon. Landon the Great on Discord. Dear James and John, it's Landon. And I have a more recent story for y'all and also a little background. I have a back problem, not one that is crippling yet, but one that could be if I don't fix it in my childhood. Due to this, I have to go to physical therapy. Now, my physical therapist, uh, he has a Bluetooth speaker that pumps 80s and 90s music throughout the area. So all that to tell you this, about 20 minutes into my appointment, me and my mom, who was also there for a separate problem, noticed a commotion nearby. We see that a man is having a stroke. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> I know. The doctors got the man into a chair and were trying to help him. However, by then the man had blacked out and the doctors were trying frantically to help him. It sounds oh, very strenuous or, or that's tenuous. Stressful, yeah. That's yeah. serious. It was at that moment that I noticed something, though. The songs on the speaker switched, and it was now playing, I just died in your arms tonight. Whoa. It's kind of dark. (laughs) It's kind of dark for an opening story. (laughs) I was trying very hard not to laugh. As no one else seems to notice this, I could just see him sitting there like looking around. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody. You don't hear the, <laughs> the comedy in this song right now. It's coincidental. Oh man. He says it might not have been appropriate to be laughing. So yeah, I, I think, I think, I think if you cared about the person, even just a little bit, it would man, be hard I, for you to, been to laugh praying for him right there, man. After our appointment, I, I hurried to the car to tell my mom what I noticed, and we laughed at the disturbing irony. Thanks okay, well, for the oh, thanks for the awesome show. P.S. He says the guy eventually woke up, and the hospitals who were next door took him for a check over. He's probably okay. I included a link to the song. Oh, thank you. I know the song. <laughs> know it well. Lived uh, through the eighties. Yeah, didn't we? My goodness. My my my. <laughs> So That's dark. Awesome. At least he recognized because he said it was a disturbing irony. So I, I guess, uh, I guess there's that. Yeah, there, there's hope for him. Of course, I'm the one that picked the thing and put it as our front, our front running story. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little evil oh, myself God. somewhere in there. So anyway, ah, uh, goodness, Landon, thanks for the story. It's time for us to do a weekly rewind. Rewinding. All right, I'll be the first to admit I have nothing. I have nothing funny that happened to me this week. The the closest thing that I have is that my wife suddenly requested as she was making dinner. She said, James, I need you to go and get some chicken broth because we're out. And I have everything cut up. I have the stove hot. I've got all this stuff here. I can't leave it. Can you go? And I said, sure, I will do it. Even though I didn't want to. Mm. I I would happily do it. And, yes, because and you need dinner. Yeah, I, I wanted dinner. And I wanted to help her. I just was doing something really fun at the time and didn't want to stop. So, oh, you know, man. yeah. But as I'm driving uh, to the store, I started thinking of the word chicken broth. 
and how the word broth is a really weird word and how <laughs> you know how you can say words yep. and they don't sound like anything after a while i think yeah. the word broth can be said the least amount of times before it sounds like nothing you broth. can you can just say it one time and it doesn't broth. even sound like a real word it sounds more like a sound doesn't it yeah broth it's like the, it's halfway between a sneeze and a barf. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like something somebody would say to his friend when he's seeing him. What's up, broth? What's up, broth? <laughs> I don't know. But it, I was saying it to myself, and I was like, that ain't sound like a thing. Why? Do, what am I going to pick up? I'm broth. going to pick up broth, you know? Yeah. And they sell it in a box with a with a, with a a cap on top. and Yeah. I don't know. Weird. And so I, instead of picking that up, you got fried chicken instead, didn't you? I, I didn't. I, I went right in the store and there it was. It was right there on the, on the, on the counter or the, uh, the aisle closest to the entrance of the nice. grocery store. And I bet your wife called them up ahead of time, said, my husband's coming to pick up broth. Can you put it at the front of the store? And, and they did that. And they're like, what even is that? Broth. We're not your broth. <laughs> we don't know anything about we know what chicken is but what the freak is broth that doesn't even sound like a word weirdo yeah uh plus we heard you laughed about some dude having a stroke so you need to (laughs) get the freak out of my store you know get out of here but pay for the broth first yeah so i did i i'm broth broth is the official new word that's not a word and uh, yeah you know, and in, in saying talking about broth, it reminds me of that those little cubes. You you remember what they call them? The little cubes. That bouillon cubes. Bouillon. Isn't that a weird word? Yeah. Too. This sounds bouillon. like billion. Like I have a, a, a bull, bullion dollars. <laughs> have a bullion dollars. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. So what what's up in your world? Oh man, I I actually have a couple things I could share with you. Oh please well, I, do. I, I feel the need to give you a house update. Okay. All right. Because uh, as as I think I may have mentioned the last week or maybe the week before, how, I have, how I'm stripping the old 1970s paneling off the walls in my house. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the boys' room right now. There's not a lot left. The, the folks who flipped the house, they took care of a lot of it, but there's still, you know, like all the bedrooms have it. So, But they painted over it so it doesn't look like I'm in this dark cave of the 70s. Um, but I... I'm 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 working my way around the room, and I had found some some termite damage, you know, on the drywall where right. I could, like, they had poke eaten my all the paper and stuff. Yeah. Well, I moved around to the back side. I'm 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 on the exterior wall now, which is the the wall in the boys' room that you know the the next side is not another room, but it's the outside of the house. So I knew there was going to be some termite damage stuff there, but I pulled it off, and and as I suspected, there's termite stuff there, and. uh and we start pulling back the 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 sheetrock, you know, just to get it to throw away. And I found that apparently some some animals had been living oh. in in the walls. No, uh, because you know how you know usually insulation is all you know it's all one big kind of rolled strand. Yeah. Well, I get down to the bottom of one of the walls, and and it's like all chewed up, and it's like all little tiny stuff, and then there's a bunch of animal feces in there. Ah, John. Gross. I'm like, that gummit. 
dadgum house. <laughs> so, and, not, and, and, and the extent of the termite damage was a lot worse on that wall. Apparently they had some water damage and, uh, so I'm going to be replacing some um, some two by four studs. John, how, how much did you? I don't really want you to answer this, but how much <laughs> did you pay for this house? And if was it more than five dollars? Because if it was, <laughs> you got you got taken advantage of, man. Uh, you know, there's just some things you can't see into, and walls are one of them, and the future is another. So. Uh, well, I'm no. glad it's getting taken care of. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a good thing we're peeling that old 1970s layer off. Yeah. Yeah, the animals in your in your house in the walls. I They're I not just, there anymore though. I know. I, I, I know, but the, historically maybe. there have been animals in your walls. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird thought. There's proof. I'd imagine somebody that was living there heard heard them squirming around in there. That's that's what I'm thinking. Didn't like know what how, to do about it. Yeah, I'd have punched some a point, hole in the wall. I would, yeah, it, I would have kicked a few holes too. <laughs> but you know, with that that old uh, that old paneling on there, it's kind of it's kind of hard to kick. Oh, through. that's true. But imagine you did kick through it, and some weasel pops out oh, on the floor. What in the no. freak would you do then? You'd be dancing a hulu uh, whatever that is it's not a streaming service it's a dance and uh you'd be up on the bed dancing the hulu man i might scream yeah a freaking weasel pops out or or a snake a big old giant snake ah freaking myself out (laughs) i Mm. saw another one of those in the yard yesterday (laughs) it was crawling into a hole i'm like what is that why is that? At least it belongs. Yeah, he was outside, so I didn't I didn't bother it. I just let it go on its way. You, you belong in a hole, you stupid snake. I don't like snakes, man. I don't like anything creepy crawly, and I don't like news that it's in your house. But <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you're getting rid of it, and I'm glad that ah. things are going to be better for you and your children. Thank you. And their, their home. Children. However long it may stand. <laughs> Just, just do me a favor and keep tearing stuff out of yeah. your house until. Well, let me tell you, I got plenty to do <laughs> until it's all gone. Just make it, make it safe, make it. I got impenetrable. Impenetrable. It, you know, it is getting there. Last week, the uh, they they encapsulated my uh, my my crawl space. Okay. So I live on a crawl space, right? So yeah. have you ever heard of encapsulation? I, I'm acting like I have, but I haven't, no. Well, let me tell you about it. So like here in Georgia, uh, you have to have some kind of vapor barrier between between the ground and your house. Okay. And usually it's just a, a thick piece of plastic that they put along the, the ground. Well, encapsulation takes it a step further, and what they do is they actually put the plastic on the ground, and then they kind of come up the sides of your, your walls, and they leave – the, the walls of your 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 subfloor your your crawl space or basement or whatever um and they leave a little bit of space so that they can see it you know if any termites are trying to work their way up okay so last week that happened and so um i had to get up underneath there with the guys while they were working because the plumber that i had hired didn't uh didn't attach all the pipes up to the bottom of the house you know just to kind of keep them off the ground uh-huh. some of them were on the ground so i would it's not something that you necessarily have to do but it's 
I prefer it personally. So. Yeah. Because I go under the house so much, right? So I was under there, and one of the guys, the, the guys are down there and said, hey, I think there's a, a, a squirrel or something in your crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, great. And so I'm, I'm trying to go over and find it and stuff, and um, I'm crawling towards the back corner, which is the darkest, scariest part of the crawl space. And um, one of the guys in there says, I, I think I accidentally <laughs> encapsulated it. <laughs> I'm like, so he had actually covered it with plastic. So uh, I did realize later that it was one of the chipmunks that um, live out in the yard. And, and I found that he's got a little hole that he was accessing my crawl space. Oh. With. So, um, so he's, he's now got a nice encapsulated plastic uh, home for his little layer there. Okay. Well, good. But he can't get through it. Right. Well, I suppose he probably could chew through it if he wanted to, but I. I but it's been encapsulated. He's been encapsulated. Yes. So uh, I I think of like space when I hear that, some uh, some reason like like it's a clean room, like it's a clean environment. Yeah, it kind of it kind of is because well, I mean it's a little dirty, but it's, the <laughs> the plastic is all white, and so you know you go down there and you are kind of like in this kind of like a capsule. Wow. Yes. Well, that was exciting. Thanks for sharing yeah. all that. Well, there you go. Nerdy stuff. <laughs> That's great. Um, also date. <laughs> well, well, you you guys, there are some people that pray that listen to this show. Pray for John's house. That's what we're asking for you to do. Yeah. Just put aside all other prayer requests, <laughs> including the praying that you were doing for the stroke victim in the first story. No, pray and for him. Pray for <laughs> Pray for John's house. Um, hey, um, we got some listener email and voicemails. This one's from Ethan. I wanted to play it for you. Here, listen up. Listen to what he says. Hey, James. This is Ethan S. And I was just calling to tell you that I love the podcast. And I know you know you end up getting this a lot from people, but just wanted to say how much I really do appreciate it. All the hard work that you've put in to bring these shows to people we and how much joy they've just brought throughout everybody's lives and especially through this tough time that we're going through i just really wanted to give you a wholehearted thank you and Aww. have a great day we fooled them they make we made them <laughs> think that we work hard it's great well, does he know that we're actually having fun i know i know but no thank you ethan we appreciate okay. that man yeah. um well also uh we we got a uh, an email from Canon Langelier, and she just says, "I I love the show. It's amazing. My favorite episode is the seizing sumo, and uh, that got me thinking. What's your favorite episode of that story show, or uh, as it was called back in the day, nobody's listening? And I would love to hear." Either your favorite episode or your favorite story that you remember. Yes, that would be awesome to hear. And uh, you can email that to to uh, that story show at gmail dot com. And uh, I, I would just like to hear that this week. That that would be a way you could say thank you or or whatever. You know, express your gratitude for the show by uh, sending that to me. That'll be funny. I'll share it with John. And we'll see what you think some of the best episodes and best stories have been. That would be great. I also want to thank one of our patrons, Peter Chapman, for going from $5 to $7 a month. 
Wow. Uh, yeah. It's it's a small change, but a but a substantial one, and we appreciate it. And thank you so much. We've also got a couple iTunes reviews. We always love your reviews. Nemo R says, I looked for some clean comedy and I found it. I found Uh-oh. this show. Literally amazing. Clean comedy. 10 plus. Don't, oh, man. So don't write not a clean comedy review because it says 10 and up. So yeah. So anyway, it's great. I listen to every new episode and I love uh, to turn them into a bat and fly away. So <laughs> thank you for that. Inside jokes there. Um, yes. This one's Welcome. from Skynes Mudadik or something like that. This the is Scandinavian. Uh, I don't know. It's a weird username. This is the first podcast I've ever listened to. When I was twelve, I started listening on my iPod Nano. Wow! And now I'm twenty-one. No way! And I've rediscovered the podcast, and I'm excited <laughs> to rediscover these guys. So thank you so much. Uh, and That's so thanks, cool. Thanks for making us feel old. Yeah, there's no way that we've been podcasting that long. It, it's it, there is no way. Um, hey, uh, I wanted to do a Quiznos today. Quiznos, <gasps> Quiznos, where we quiz what you know. All right, Whoa! I'm gonna be honest though. It's more of a um, it's more of a a, a survey than okay. a quiz. So fun. If, if you can handle that, all right, I can handle. This so one we're not we're not competing. No, no. The survey is simply this. Which of these bizarre food combos would you actually eat? Okay. So here, I'm going to read off some, and then I'm going to ask you, would you eat this? Okay. So here it goes. Taco shells and cream cheese. Uh, Would you eat this? Heck yeah, yeah or no way? Yeah. Yeah, I'd eat that. Taco shells and cream cheese. All right. That kind of sounds good, actually. Okay. All right. It gets weird from here. Oh. Frosted animal (laughs) cookies uh, with more frosting, like dipping it in the frosting cup and eating frosting with frosted animal cookies. Would you eat that? Wait. Wait. You got to answer the first question yourself. Would you eat taco shells and... and, and No. No, no, I wouldn't. Okay. I'm a picky eater. There's no way. Gotcha. You probably wouldn't eat any of these. <laughs> <laughs> this might just be what John won't eat. Um, I would probably do that. However, it would be a very limited because I try not to eat a lot of sweet. Right. And that just makes my teeth hurt, the thought of frosted cookies and dipped in frosting. Yeah, it's not my bag either. I, I'm not going to – I'm, I'm going to say no. There's no way. I'd no way, that. huh? Yeah. Um, pizza? With applesauce on it, would you eat that? Because uh, the, the guy here that that's doing the thing says his boss puts applesauce on his pizza and then slaps them together and eats it like a sandwich. And I've got mm. a picture here of applesauce dribbled on two pieces of pizza. Would you eat that? Man, can I ask what kind of pizza it is? It's just cheese pizza with applesauce on it. I, I mean, it's I would not try even it. cooked into it. It's just dribbled on yeah. as an afterthought. I would try it. Yeah, heck yeah, I'd try it. <laughs> okay, eat. all right. I might not like the whole. I might not finish it, but I would eat it. I would not. I, and I'm the guy. <laughs> I like pineapple on my pizza. Yes, me too. But I ain't trying no a- applesauce. No way, man. It's mm. Messed up. It's 
messed up thing. Uh, ramen noodles, except instead of using the ramen packet, you're going to put in some mac and cheese powder. Are you going to yes. eat that? I will eat that. That sounds kind of good. That's the first one that I'm I'm kind of on on with. Yeah, that I could probably handle. Yeah. It 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 might even be tempting. It like something I might try this week. Ooh, oh. Make some ramen noodles and and uh put some craft mac and cheese powder ramen in there. Noodles. And try that out. That that would work. That would work. As for this, what about mac and cheese, hot dogs, and ketchup? All right. So you got I'm- a bowl of mac and cheese, you got some cut up hot dogs in there, and then a good healthy splather smathering of ketchup. Is that something you would dine upon? That is something I have really? dined upon. Yeah. Really? Ugh. Yeah. Not me, bro. Because we often will have mac and cheese when we do hot dogs. And in a, and that's not like something I go out and crave, but inevitably, you know, some of that uh, hot dog gets in that mac and cheese. Yeah, and, I'm talking about some. a bowl of mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. I've done it before. I didn't have any buns. <laughs> I probably could, put some relish on it, too. See, I could handle hot dogs, but where they lose me is the ketchup. That's where they lose me. I wouldn't have put a lot of ketchup on it, but. Cheese and ketchup are kind of good together. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. I'm just weird. This one's really weird. Uh, ice cream and flaming hot Cheetos. So vanilla bean ice cream mm. with uh, topped with hot Cheetos. Is that something John would uh, would like no. to have? That's a disgrace to ice cream. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's how that- I felt about bacon on a donut yeah, last week. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> you need to try it. But somebody could make the same argument for this monstrosity and say that <laughs> it's got, you know, the sweetness of the ice cream and the cool refreshingness of vanilla bean ice cream mixed with flaming hot the flaming hot Cheeto. Oh, no. Like I might, I might watch somebody eat it and then they would probably be able to convince me to try it. But no. That's not, I wouldn't try that. Like, <laughs> out of my own volition, I probably would not. All right. Uh, what about this one? Peanut butter and cheese sandwich. Peanut, yes. Pe- peanut butter with a slice of American cheese. Yes, I have eaten that. Really? Yep. Gosh. It's been grilled, but it's it's really good. Grilled? That's, Crunchy, it's yeah. It's even worse. Uh, like, you've had a grilled cheese before, right? Yes. You just, it's got peanut butter in it, crunchy no. peanut. It's got to be crunchy because uh, it has that nice uh, texture. I'm oh, it's so to good. Throw up a little bit. It sounds disgusting, but man, it is so good. <laughs> so, it really is. So you would eat it. Okay. All right. How about this one? Now. Cake, except there's a lot of milk involved. So it's like somebody takes a piece of cake in a bowl. And okay. pours milk over it until it's full like cereal and eats that. Huh. A mushy cake. Yeah, yeah. I'd eat that. <laughs> I would eat that. So what? Gross. So gross, man. No. There's you frosting ever... in there. There's yeah. there's cake mush. Ugh. It's half, not... 
half a birthday candle floating in there. <laughs> I know that that I might not eat, but yeah, you ever uh, have like like some of my favorite part of the cake after a birthday party yeah. is when is when your ice cream is melted yeah. and it's soaked up by the cake. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I think if you could see these pictures, you you would have a different outlook on life. Yeah. I, I wish I could show it to you. But it does not look. It, it does not look good. I, I they they said a, a possible alternative would be pie with milk all over it, and that I could almost see happening because really? pie could still hold its own inside it, the milk. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. You know, but cake is just gonna turn to toilet paper. It's just gonna be <laughs> mushy. Yeah. You drink it with a straw. All right, this is a little more. I've heard this one before, but I I'm not a fan. Fries in, in milkshakes. Do you do you eat? Do you put your fries in your milkshake to eat it? Yeah, I I, I, will, I don't and won't. You've never dipped your Wendy's fries no, inside of Frosty. Never, never Man. would, never will. Oh, it's the best. I it, it just goes against everything I believe about food. It's back to the the donut bacon <laughs> thing again. Bacon. It's just some things that weren't meant to touch, and mm. and that's one of them. I I think an an alternate reality. It, there was a Garden of Eden, and there were two trees, and one of them was growing French fries, the other one was growing milkshakes, and <laughs> God said, "You can eat anything you want. You can even eat out of e- either one of these trees." But if you put them together, oh man, I'm gonna kick you out <laughs> of the that garden. That's the original sin. <laughs> Mixing your fries and frosting. Yeah, and and that's the way I think it is with bacon's and donuts too. There's an alternate reality out there. God's like, all right, bacon tree, poof. Uh, donut tree, poof. Don't you know they're really close to each other? But don't let them touch. Keep them trimmed back like hedges. <laughs> Because if they touch, and, you guys are out. <laughs> and Satan probably shows up in the form of a teddy bear. And he's like, you will not surely die if you mix the two. And Eve is like, but you're so cute and fuzzy. I think I'll try it. Ugh, ugh, ugh. All right, here we go. Apple pie with cheddar cheese on top. Yes or no? If it's a sharp cheddar, then yes. Sharp cheddar. Yeah, it's got to be really sharp. Ugh. Why would you want to ruin a piece of apple pie? Like if cheese? it's like just grated cheese, that'd be gross. But like if you if you made the pie, yeah, like you were about to bake it and then you grated some cheese over the top of it, so it kind of got melty and crispy. Yeah, that could really that could be really tasty. Yeah, I, sharp I'm cheese. a simple man. I I I only have so, so I only have a dozen rules about food. <laughs> And uh, this one goes against it. So, yeah, it's pretty gross. All right, here we go. And if you say yes to this one, I'm breaking up with you. Okay. Pick pickles and peanut butter on toast with ketchup. All right. That's not even food. Thank you. (laughs) That's just... That's that's a dare. That's somebody trying to dare and see how far they can get you to eat something. So nasty. And peanut butter on toast with ketchup. Yeah, yeah. They they there's a photo <laughs> and it looks like it could have been taken out of a fancy restaurant magazine oh. or something where they they made they made it look perfect. 
but it's Not so bad. nasty. There's no way. I like all of those ingredients. And, and maybe in some way they may have crossed my palate in a fashion similar to that. But I just, mm. that's not some, that's, that's, like I said, that's a dare. That's something that you would do to frustrate your brothers and sisters. Yeah. I'm going to make you breakfast toast this morning, James. Okay. You just wait right there. I'm going to get it for you. Okay. I already Show know. I already that. know what you're going to say to this one. Um, okay. So it's banana and bacon sandwich. It's oh, banana and bacon and mayo on two oh. pieces of bread. Bacon sandwich with bananas. Right. I I got to think. I think I've actually had something very close to that. <laughs> so so I've had bananas and mayo on Blah. bread. Before. I don't know. I think my mom made that for me once. Oh. And I've had bananas and bacon and peanut butter on oh, a sandwich before. Gosh. Elvis used to eat the Elvis. That was his thing, man. Is a peanut butter, bacon, and banana sandwich. I, I never, I called. never heard the bacon part. I've heard bananas and peanut butter, but I never knew there was bacon involved. Yeah. Oh man, bacon! All right, like the little crispy joy happiness. Uh, that I, I love bacon. I do, but it has a place, and it is at breakfast, and is, or on a cheeseburger or something like that, but. <laughs> Anyway, what about mustard popcorn? Mustard with popcorn. You dip your popcorn in the mustard and mm. you eat it. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I, You're down with that? that? I'm uh yeah. I mean I like I said, it, it ugh, ugh. probably wouldn't be something I would just go out and oh, I'm feeling a little mustard tonight. It sets my teeth um, on edge. <laughs> make them soft. <laughs> just gross man it's salty and buttery and delicious and then yeah let's just slather some mustard on there for mm. good measure and then it gets tangy ah, ah. i think those flavors could work together no no way all right extra spicy ramen with cheese balls cheese, cheese balls puffs you know cheese the, the cheese puffs ramen ah. And cheese puffs. I'm going to say no forever on that one. No forever. <laughs> I would try it. I would try it. Okay. Last one. Pears on pizza. Yeah. Pears. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why the freak not? I mean, Just, we put pineapples on pizza. Why not pears? See, I, I have a morality about food that's what it comes down to it's, it's not just <laughs> rules there's a morality involved and it's like when you tell me that you want to eat this stuff i think of you as a sinner <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying that i want to eat i just i'm up for the challenge that's it and and you need god's special grace to get you back where you need to be in the food world just telling you just being honest well, I'm just saying, if somebody else is paying for the bill, I'm going to eat it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Others are paying for the hospital bill afterwards, too. Well, thanks for trying out my crazy food survey. And uh, we got to know a little bit more about you. Now mm. it's time to listen to some listener stories.
Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, this one's called Toe Torture. I can't even say it. Toe Torture. Uh, Georgia... From Madison, Wisconsin, sent this oh. in. Yeah, Miss Georgia. So my name is Georgia, and I'm a middle schooler. I love your podcast, and I listen to it every night. Oh. I have probably listened to every episode at least three times. What? Dedication. This is my first story. I was at my cabin about five years ago when I was about to go into third grade. We had just gotten new bunk beds in the bedroom I usually stay at, and apparently part of a mirror had broken upon the moving process but we didn't know this yet it's important though to know that it's there my Mm. dad was about to take us tubing so naturally all three of us kids rushed to get our swimsuits on i walked into my room and i was talking to my brother and i stepped forward with my left foot pretty near my bunk bed and then i felt it happen Uh, i screamed i was i was gushing blood I showed my brother what had happened and he screamed at his top of his lungs for mom and dad because because a shard of glass, my friends, had gone in my big toe (laughs) of my left foot and it came out the other side. (laughs) Why, Georgia, why? (laughs) My parents ran (laughs) as fast as they could. We Mm. drove to the nearest hospital, but they were closed. No, why? why is there a hospital that is not open? Uh, I guess it's a small area, you know? So we drove to what felt like eight years longer, but it was only about five minutes. My family rushed me into the hospital and the workers got me into a wheelchair and they decided to just numb me up real good and pull the glass out. Mm. Just get Why that does that stuff. make my hands hurt? Just get, get, a, get a pair of uh, a rent, you know, get a wrench and, and just go in there and pull it out. Some pliers. Mm-hmm. The nurse got most of it, but I squirmed as I'm uh, as I'm sure you are now. Yeah, she's got me. And the glass bro- broke into three different pieces. Oh no! Oh no! So in the toe, in the toe, she got the largest of them out. But all my brothers cared about was that we missed dinner because I was at the hospital for six hours. That's that's the loving brothers for you. The funniest part was a small shard of glass came out a few months later at gymnastics and I pulled it out with tweezers. A few years later, another piece came out on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Are you serious? This gift that keeps giving. Uh, P.S. As the only girl with two brothers in my family, they have influenced me into thinking farts are funny. They are. No, they're not. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Keep it up and never stop. 
Please bring Christian back for an episode soon. Georgia from Madison, Wisconsin. And yeah, bet, mm. it's real. When you get glass in you and you don't get it out, it lives in you and, and it will, it will grow its way out of you as your skin. Is that right? Replenishes yourself. Yeah. My mom is a living example of this. She got in a car accident and, yeah. and uh, she didn't have her seatbelt on and her forehead went right into the windshield and created a dome shaped indention of broken glass and her forehead they picked out what they thought was all of it but years later she's at my house visiting her grandchildren and she reaches up and she's kind of itching her forehead a little bit uh-huh. and she comes down and looks she's like what is this and and look at it it's a piece of safety glass oh, it's no. been in my head since that accident you know? no. yeah I still have a piece of glass in my arm from my accident, and I'm I'm hoping that it'll come out too because it bugs me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you poor thing, man. Goodness, it's like if I put my elbows down and I lean on it, it'll it'll jab me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. But it hasn't come out yet. That's been almost four years ago. Wow. Wow. Maybe I'll be like your mom one day visiting my grandkids and then well look at this. It look came at that. out. Look at this safety this glass. Came out of my forehead, James. My goodness. <laughs> uh, well, read us a story. Okay. Hopefully it's not gonna be gross like George's <laughs> toe glass. This comes to us from Nate in Kansas. This is a toad tangle. Hey, this is Nate from Kansas. And I love the show, and I have a story show. I have a story for you guys. So I was mowing my grandparents' lawn, and you know how when you're mowing and you just kind of space out and go back and forth. And yeah. Back and forth. Well, that's what I was doing, and I was just staring down out at the ground in front of me, and all of a sudden there's this big gray thing, but I wasn't really paying attention, and I tried to stop as fast as I could, and then all of a sudden I hear waka chaka 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 chaka. You ran over it. You ran over it, right? And and. It, and up to that point, I just figured it was, you know, the big gray thing was a rock. But then when guts started flying oh. out of the motor, <laughs> when guts started flying out of the motor, I knew it was not a rock. Really? It was a huge toad. Oh, my gosh. I just stood there for a minute thinking, oh, my gosh. And then I kept mowing. Love the podcast and hope you guys enjoyed my story, I, Nate. I hope I, I hope I hope you had it on recycle. I don't know. You yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've been I've done that before. Just kind of zoning out, cutting the grass, and just get, going back and get forth. Get a frog in there. But I've never run over anything alive uh, that I know of, except for maybe an ant pile or two. Yeah. No, I've I've never caught anything in the in the in the blades there, but I would imagine well, a frog would be easy to to overlook. So, <laughs> uh, this one is uh, this one's from Angela Varghese Varghese. I don't know. Student solo. This is Angela from India again. Oh man, and she compliments me. First off, let me say James' pronunciation of my last name was perfect. Ah, oh, dang it. Oh, nice. Uh, she spelled it out for me. This time she didn't, so I, I probably messed it up. But I've got another story for you. This happened a few months ago, she says. 
when all the schools were closed down and we had to start online classes, we were introduced to Zoom, which was mm. fairly new to me. So mm -hmm. during biology, sorry, during biology class, I was pretty bored. So I was checking out the shortcuts, stuff like Alt U to open the participant list, Alt H to open the chat box, and Alt A, wondering what in the world that was for. So on using Alt A, uh, nothing seemed to happen. So I guess it does nothing. Wrong. A while later, someone asked a question, and I wasn't interested since I already knew the answer. So I thought of whiling away the time by singing July by Noah Cyrus. And the teacher went on talking. And then me. I've been holding my breath. I've been counting to 10 over something you said. The teacher is going blah, blah, blah. Me. You know I am afraid of change. Guess that's why we stay the same. The teacher, everyone, please mute yourself. I'm thinking it's not me. I'm not the idiot. And this is the best part, me. So tell me to leave and I'll pack my bags, get on the road. Teacher, I hear someone singing, me in my head. That's me. So it turns out my microphone was on the entire time. And I was singing when my teacher was busy talking about jeans and whatnot. So uh -oh. I, I swiftly turned it off and I was horrified. People in my class started laughing through the chat. One of my friends messaged me saying, sing it again. It was such a <laughs> bad day. I hope you found this funny, Angela Varghese. So. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. That is, that's, that's probably one of the best Zoom stories I've heard. I that, bet that everybody's got a Zoom story, you know? We Every all had to go through it together. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really have one, but nope. man, no, I, I just set zoom to where you can only see the top of my head because <laughs> that's the only part of my body that I'm proud of is from my eyebrows up. And uh, so, yeah, it keeps me out of the picture there. So, but Angela, thanks for sending in the story It's pretty funny. And uh, I hope you're a good singer, at least, you know, teacher, yeah. teacher was trying to teach past your singing and uh, I, can everybody turn their microphones off please i hope your grades are good because you weren't listening or paying attention in any way so she already knew the stuff she's brilliant i guess so i guess so yeah well i got a story from hope hope trankler all right dramatic dudes hi james and john this is hope trankler and i have another story for you in high school, my youth group went, uh, I'm sorry, in high school, my youth group would take a trip to Six Flags every summer. Our local Six Flags is DC Comics themed and the brand new Joker ride had just opened. I think that's 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 Six Flags wide. Yeah, because ours is the same way. Yeah. Yeah, and they just opened like a League of Justice kind of, well, it's probably been a few years, but. Anyways, they had a brand new Joker ride and it had just opened. It looked like a giant snake that went from high to low as the seat spun around and around freely. Yes. That's, kind of, that's scary. It's, it's, it's an awesome, I, I know what kind of coaster it is. They have it at Silver Dollar City and uh, it's, it's a platform and, and each car has seats that face each other mm. and they spin around randomly as you no. go through the coaster and so it's like a tilt-a-whirl mixed with a roller coaster and it is absolutely amazing you you'd never get the same experience twice it's always really? good and yeah so 
congratulations for having such an awesome yeah. ride. Well, yeah, congrats. the story goes on though. And, and just so you know, just so we're all on the same page, I can't do roller coasters anymore. I'm, I'm kind of sad about that. Really? Last one I went on it through my equilibrium because after the accident, the stuff in my head got messed up or something. Uh -huh. The ENT said some things, but I thought, oh, I'll be fine. So a couple years after the accident, I went on, I went to our Six Flags and I went on a roller coaster and I was like instantly sick. Oh, I can't do this. And it got, I got dizzy and it's like, dang, I'm just too fat to fit on them. So that's my problem. <laughs> Maybe I'm just too old for them. I don't know. Uh. Anyways, hope continues. The seats are set up so that two people, like you said, can sit on one side and two on one side and two on the other, and they face inward. My friend Chris and I get into one side, and two grown men in their late 20s who, mind you, look reasonably macho and manly, they get into the other side. I was very excited to go on this ride, as I love roller coasters, and I'm not afraid of heights or drops or loops or anything like that. Neither is my friend Chris. As the ride starts, our cart starts flipping around like crazy. <laughs> and the two guys sitting across from us start screaming. And they're not the normal roller coaster screams. They were genuinely, <laughs> they were genuinely <laughs> panicking. They were slapping each other. And at one point, they were even holding hands. <laughs> Help me. Help me. This is the worst. Get me off. Chris and I couldn't contain our laughter and spent the entire ride double over with tears streaming down our face. As we finally come to a stop, the two guys could barely even look at us, and they scurried <laughs> off as fast as they could. We're not manly enough for this ride. The Joker took us out. We got to hide. We got to go somewhere and hide. She says, I don't think I've ever had so much fun on an amusement park ride, and it wasn't even because of the ride. <laughs> reading my story. Hope Trinkler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, I, I got to be honest. I, I've been in a situation where I've forgotten completely about the ride and I just freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been? Well, you've been to Six Flags. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. They used to have this ride called the, um, the Free Fall. Yeah. And the first time I ever went on it, I mean, I... I had heard this thing. You know how uh, once you drop something, it kind of floats? Yes. Um, so they said, one of my friends said, if you put a quarter on your leg and once the uh, once the ride drops you, because what it would do, it would just take you up and then you go, I don't know, 10 stories or something, and then it would just drop you and you would gradually come to a stop. Well, I put the quarter on my leg and um, it takes us up to the top and then it drops us. And I forgot all about the quarter. <laughs> I just start yelling and shouting, and as and as you're coming down, you're actually starting to go into an incline, right? And it you kind of wind up on your back. Well, what happened was while I was screaming, the quarter flew into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I caught it! It worked!" Well, man, I didn't care. Think about that quarter. I started floating up. I was free falling. I was freaking out. Uh, uh. I wonder if I could do that ride again. <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember that exact ride. And yeah. my wife uh, and I, she wasn't my wife at the time, but this was the first roller coaster type thing that she had ever been on. And we were in line for this Man. thing. And she broke up with me like seven times in that <laughs> line. 
She said, I'm not going on it. You can't make me. And I'm like, I knew she would love it if she just tried it, you know? So I was yeah. really pressuring her and really, really, you know, say, no, come on, you can do this. No, I'm not. And then she'd be convinced for a minute and then, then it would drop. And she's like, no, no way. I'm not doing it. And, and long story short, she got up there and we dropped and she loved it. And now oh. those are her favorite kind of rides is like Hollywood Tower of Terror, you know, yeah. the one that the elevator that drops over there in Disneyland or Disney World. Uh, it's her favorite kind. And so uh, I was right. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. yeah. And and she obviously didn't stay broke up with you because. Uh, no, it's been it's kids. been 24 years, actually. <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. We celebrated 24 years uh, last month. Actually, Hey, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is called Doc Dash uh, by a fellow named James. He's got a good name. Uh, a while ago, I shared the story about my wife accidentally spitting a glob of toothpaste into my mouth. I don't remember mm. that, but it sounds gross. She wasn't too happy with me after hearing that she was referred to as the toothpaste monster lady. So here's another story about her to get me into even more trouble. <laughs> Good. Yeah. A few years back, we were on a romantic trip to Oahu, Hawaii. Ooh, one, nice. one night we went out to a very fancy beachfront restaurant and we got dressed up all nice. And my wife, she wore a beautiful dress and she looked stunning. After dinner, we took a moonlit walk on the beach and then on to a nearby dock. And the dock was lit up with many lights that were about six feet apart. We were watching the boats come in. And my wife decides to take off her sandals and dip her feet into the warm tropical waters. I was about to do the same when I saw movement coming out from the shadows. About three feet from my wife's hand lurked a Hawaiian cane spider. <gasps> he says, look it up. Look up Hawaiian cane spider. They're kind of like tarantulas but skinnier and with longer legs. <laughs> and I did. I looked them up and they are horrifying. And, and there's one of a picture of a, of a guy holding one in his hand and it easily touches both sides from the palm to the tips of the fingers with the span of its legs. So oh, no. this thing is creeping up on his wife. I said, Hey honey, look to your right. <laughs> not, 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 you know, watch out or anything. Just, just glance over there casually and she looked, and I expected her to scream and grab onto me like she normally does when she gets scared by mm. something, but not this time. She jumped up. She did a dead, silent, barefoot sprint down the entire length of the dock, no looking back. <laughs> I ran after her, but I couldn't even keep up due to my laughter and her fear-driven sprint. <laughs> of course, I had to go back and grab her sandals. <laughs> Luckily, the nope. giant mutant spider was gone to James. So thanks. Nope, nope, nope. I can't handle spiders, man. Mm -mm. No, I don't know why they freak me out, but they are the worst. And and people love on them and say they're just so wonderful. But I have never walked in on a spider doing something good for me. <laughs> I've never like caught it off guard, and it's like patching a hole in the roof or something. No, <laughs> it's always right up on the ceiling, right over my pillow, and I'm, and I'm just waiting for it to drop down into one right. of my ocular cavities or something and pull my eyeball out and eat it so day i see a spider you know catching a snake i will shake <laughs> all eight of his hands that's true he's just, even if he's just sweeping up some crumbs on the counter 
or something, you know, <laughs> they, they, but people act like the spiders are so nice and, and they eat flies and all this kind of stuff. I, all I've ever seen them is, is make spider webs in the corners of my house and that's yeah. it. There's no bugs in them. I don't know what they're thinking. So anyway, uh, voicemail from Sawyer. A, I call it uh, easy 20 bucks. So uh, this is a, it's a middle schooler. So it's, it's going to be fun. Here we go. Hey, James. Hey, John. It's Sawyer again. Back with another, uh, I would say, story. Yeah. And this one comes from, I lived in Houston, and they, and I was a public schooler. Now I'm a homeschooler. Um, and so we went, I went to school one day, and I went a lunch. And my friend, let's call him Lucifer. All right. Said, hey, I bet you 20 bucks you won't go in the girls' bathroom. So, as a dumb kindergartner, I was like, okay, easy 20 bucks. So, I run in there, and I oh, I slowly like walk in there so no one would see me, and I was trying to sneaky. And I, I walked in, and I was like, hello? And all of a sudden, the girls started screaming, and I started screaming. And then my teacher came up behind me. And not much happened. I went to the principal's office, and I didn't get in trouble, though, but just, <laughs> it was embarrassing. Hope you guys like this, and if you want another episode, well, story, just say it. Bye. All right. Thanks, Sawyer. Okay, so here's Sawyer's logic. I'm, I'm going to sneak into the girl's bathroom, and once <laughs> I have successfully snuck in, I'm gonna say hello, <laughs> hello, and announce my presence. <laughs> and then all the girls start screaming. <laughs> so does Sawyer. I love that. Yeah, I, you know he doesn't he run. He, he doesn't run. He, he just starts screaming right along with him. Did he get the money? Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, Sawyer, did you get paid? Yeah, you got to tell us. And 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 did your principal know that there was money involved? Because if 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 they did, the, the the outcome probably would have been a little different. Yeah, that's true. It was a dare, man. You can't be <laughs> you can't be doing stuff like that. There's no kindergartner running around with twenty bucks. I don't care what they dare you to do. There's no kindergartner with twenty bucks. Oh, so no. I hope you've learned your lesson, Sawyer. And uh, that's why he's in homeschool now. <laughs> everybody's in homeschool <laughs> right now. I man, I, I tell you, St. Louis, we've got like what a couple of weeks left till school starts back up, and we still don't mm. know what we're doing. Nobody knows what we're doing for for this, this Corona stuff. So, yep. goodness gracious, get us get us back to normal as soon as possible. Help us out. Anyway, that is our show for today. Do you have a funny life story? I hope you do. We love your story. Send them. Email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. We appreciate that. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Striesbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, if something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get distressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on That Story Show. And we'll see you guys next time. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I don't like spiders. I don't like bacon on, on, uh, on donuts. <laughs> and uh, I don't like banana, bacon, and mayonnaise sandwiches either. 
pretty gross. I don't know, man. Yeah. Go home and eat one of those now. Uh, what if I got any bananas? Just uh, watch out, folks. Don't run over any toads. Mm-mm. And um, and don't don't get a piece of glass shoved yeah. through your stinking toe. I don't know what you're Keep thinking there? An eye out kind of stuff. It's kind of kind of scary to think that that might happen. We'll see you later. Bye. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.